0: Welcome to Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. During these 21 days, we will be praying together as a community of faith for specific topics each day, led by a member of our team. Now let's listen to today's message. Hello, my name is Jason Laird. I serve as the lead pastor at Sozo Church. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today for our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Uh, This past weekend, I uh, had a great opportunity to share a little bit uh, from uh, this collection of talks that we've been in called Detox. We've been talking about a mental detox, an emotional detox, a relational detox, uh, and then a post-detox. Like, what do you do after the detox? But uh, in this uh, recent uh, teaching that we heard, it was from actually from Pastor Brian Cromer from Queen City Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. And he talked about a relational detox and just how do we have good, healthy, life-giving, flourishing uh, relationships, and so I want to continue that conversation today, and I want to speak specifically on the topic of loneliness, loneliness. You can't talk about relationships without touching on this topic, I mean, it's, it's a bruise Uh, in the heart of humanity. There's so many people that are dealing with loneliness, especially during a global pandemic, people isolating, uh, socially distancing, quarantining, just kind of feeling more distant from people probably than ever. Uh, And so I think this is a good one for us to talk about. Uh, The paradox of our culture is this, is we've never been more connected than we are today, and yet we've never felt more alone. Like we're more connected, even though we are quarantining or sheltering in place and all these things, we're still uh, we're still more connected than ever think of it uh, from a technological standpoint i mean there we can be connected in a moment with someone around the world around the globe it's it's unbelievable um but the thing that's crazy is that with that paradox it's like you know this as well as i do you can have uh you know many thousands of friends online uh but nobody to actually talk to at a deep level about real life you know you can have tons of followers tons of friends Uh, tons of whatever. And yet uh, you can still feel lonely. You can still feel like there's no one that you have a deep relational connection with. Um, I would submit the idea that loneliness has sort of become the modern epidemic for all of humanity. Uh, Loneliness stats, if you'll just look at the loneliness stats alone, it's, it's in the last 50 years, rates of loneliness have doubled in the U.S. Two out of five Americans, think about this, two out of five Americans, that's 40%. Say that uh, they have no meaningful relationships. They feel lonely. Fifty percent of Americans consistently feel alone, left out, and isolated. Uh, That's from a a survey recently in the last couple years. Another one, uh, another stat says that loneliness has been declared a national epidemic. Um, The effects of loneliness, and just think about this: if you've ever experienced any of this, the effects of loneliness, chronic loneliness significantly increases our risk of health problems such as cardiovascular disease, suppresses immune system and can even lead to premature death. Uh, less likely to achieve quality, uh, good quality sleep when you're dealing with loneliness, decreases uh, reasoning, creativity and productivity when you're <clears throat> writhing with, with loneliness. Uh, commonly connected with mental health issues such as anxiety, depression and even suicide. Uh, it's linked to poor coping mechanisms such as smoking, self-harm, and compulsive technology use. When people are dealing with that, we, we, we're grasping at ways to, to sort of medicate and to deal with it. Um, there's a quote that I read from Psychology Today. Uh, it's pretty insightful. It says, Individuals who are lacking connection in their lives may turn to the digital realm to quench their isolation. In a survey exploring social media patterns, it was found that individuals who logged in for half an hour per day felt less lonely compared to individuals who logged in for more than two hours per day. Isn't that interesting uh, from psychology today? Um, That's why you can have thousands of followers but feel like you have no friends. And that's why we're the most connected we've ever been yet, the most isolated we've ever been. And that's why you can be in a crowd of people. And uh, even at church, you can be in a church setting in a crowd of people and yet still feel completely alone. Um, Interesting that in early 2018, the United Kingdom appointed a minister of loneliness, a minister of loneliness. Um, And as the New York Times reports, uh, research is showing that loneliness can be more deadly to your health than smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Now, I, I don't know if that's true, but if it is, that's a pretty staggering Uh, Report from the New York Times that loneliness can be more deadly to your health than smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Uh, A recent study showed that over 200,000 elderly people in Britain had not had a conversation with a friend or relative in a month. Uh, And and that's not just older people, right? University students report feeling very uh, alone because they feel rejected or they don't fit in. You know, we, we can deal with these things. Uh, because a lot of times you have circumstantial things that just bring this on us, right? You move to a new city, you can feel alone. You start a new job. You can feel like you don't know anybody. You feel alone. You go through a breakup or a divorce. You can feel alone. Uh, you know, your kids move out, you're an empty nester again. And, uh, well, there's some benefits to that. Uh, and I look forward to it one day. Uh, there's also, you know, some negative effects. You can deal with loneliness by yourself. You can be widowed, uh, You can have crazy travel schedule because of work, or just a crazy work schedule, and you feel like you never have margin to connect with people. And when you do have margin, you just want to sleep. And it's sick. You know, it becomes this cycle of like, you know, I I need to connect with people, but I don't have margin to connect with people, and so I'm, I feel lonely, and and the list goes on and on and on. Maybe maybe just deal with insecurity, and so it's hard for you to feel confident, and secure in a crowd of people, and so you 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 carry this low grade loneliness through every moment of your life because you feel like. you you just aren't confident enough to connect with people and you always feel less than, uh, maybe just an introvert and there's nothing wrong with it. There's a strength in, in both being an introvert. It isn't just an extroverts world. Like there's some great things. I'm actually, as I'm getting older, I'm turning a little bit more into an introvert. So I like being alone, but there's a big difference between loneliness, um, and, and, or excuse me, isolation and solitude. Like I retreat back to be alone so that I can connect with God and refill my tank and kind of get emotionally in a good place and to be rested. And there's something beautiful about that, but there's a difference between being in solitude to focus on personal growth, development, rest, your spiritual, uh, intimacy with God. Um, that's what solitude does, but isolation, it turns us inward and we can begin to, to ruminate on thoughts that breed even more loneliness and insecurity and all those things. But, um, Culture is telling us, stats are telling us, everything's telling us that though we're more connected than ever, we're more disconnected or isolated, and therefore people are dealing with loneliness. And and, and here's what stats are saying, it's just not good, this is not good that, that we're dealing with this. And it sounds very familiar because in the beginning of scripture, in the book of Genesis, the Lord God said in chapter two, verse 18, Genesis, it is not good for a man to be alone. So what do we do about it? So let's get practical. What do we do about it? I'm not going to read it for the sake of time, but First Kings chapter 19, there's a story about a follower of God named Elijah. He was actually in ministry. He was a prophet. Uh, and he goes into this place where he he kind of goes into a dark place, dealing with some depression, dealing with, uh, you know, feeling a little defeated. And so he isolates himself and he actually goes in, into a cave uh, that's what I feel like I've been living in for you know the last 11 months just kind of in a cave you know isolated by himself no one's with him he's left his friend in that chapter it says he leaves his friend in one city and he he goes away and so he, he separates himself from his community goes into a cave and kind of having a pity party in this cave and he begins to have this conversation with God. And there's a few things that God points out and some truths and some calls to action that he gives him in dealing with this cave of loneliness that he's found himself in. And the first thing was this, and this is what I would tell you to do if you're dealing with loneliness and, and I deal with it from time to time, as we all do, we're human. The first thing we got to do is we got to stop believing the lie, stop believing the lie. So God has this conversation with Elijah and Elijah saying, I'm the only one. There's no prophets left. And oh, woe is me. And. You know, all this stuff that they were actually lies that a woman named Jezebel had had been spewing towards him. And he began to believe these lies of his enemy, which is exactly how the enemy works in our life. We believe we start believing these lies that, you know, that no one cares about me. uh, No one misses me and they don't notice my absence. No one could ever truly love me or accept me. Uh, what I do doesn't matter. It's their fault that I'm lonely. It's not my fault. So we, we start to have all these lies and we begin to believe them and ruminate on them. And they cause us to go into an even deeper place of loneliness. And so the first thing we've got to do is we've got to stop believing the lies. Stop believing the lies. Second thing is we have to take responsibility for our loneliness. Uh, you, you'll notice in the text when you read it, First Kings 19, how many times Elijah is given directives by God. God says, get up, go eat go to the city called Horeb into solitude, listen to my voice, listen to me. And what does that tell us? We have to take responsibility and stop playing the victim. When we're dealing with loneliness, oftentimes it's so easy to to just play the victim and blame everyone else for our own, our own loneliness. And I think that what we have to do is mature emotionally and relationally mature people is say, I'm going to take responsibility myself. I'm not just going to be the victim here. I'm going to, I'm going to do what I can do to create community and to create meaningful connections with people. I never forget when Jennifer and I moved to Dallas, Texas one morning, she had been there for like a week. I wake up about to go to work. And I look at her and she's getting dressed to go somewhere. I'm like, where are you going? And she says, well, um, I I need to meet some people. I don't have any friends here. And so I'm going to a small group. And I was like, you mean to tell me you're going to like, just go to a small group. You've never met these people before. And she said, yeah, I'm taking responsibility, uh, for myself and I'm not going to live alone and isolated. I'm going to connect with people. I'm going to just kind of be vulnerable and put myself out there and try to make some connections with people. And, and so she did it. What was she doing? She was taking responsibility. Uh, you know, community does not come easy. It takes work. It takes vulnerability you may possibly be rejected. You take off the mask. You get real with people. They may not like what they see, and those are real concerns. And people, unfortunately, uh, can be mean sometimes and cruel. Um, but you got to take responsibility. Sacrifice. Uh, it's going to take time. Not going to happen overnight. You're not going to. Don't look at other people that have friendships and community and think, "Well, I don't have that," and uh, and and just assume that that they became close friends overnight, it's probably years of cultivating a relationship. So, so it's going to take time, but take responsibility. And here's the third one, uh, come out of your cave. God eventually tells Elijah, Elijah, you've been in this cave long enough. You got to come out of the cave. And he tells him specifically, I want you to go and connect with three specific people, which by the way, I do think that it's wise to have at least two or three deep friendships. Maybe you're an extrovert like me and you got a lot of friendships, but they're about an inch deep. What you need to be intentional about is having some deep relationships where you're fully known and you fully know those people and you can trust them. And, and, but, but I think that the, the idea about coming out of your cave, the tip is this, it's physically, you got to get out of your house. You got to join a small group, start a small group, invite someone to, to a a coffee outside socially distance. You got to come out of your cave. You'll always deal with loneliness. If you stay isolated, come out of your cave. Call to action is this, we got small groups coming up. February the 7th, they kick off season one. This is a great time, especially if you're dealing with loneliness. But but even beyond that, we all need to be connected during this time. And so go to sozo.co slash groups, check out one of our groups, and I think it's going to be a blessing in your life. So let me pray for you today. But just remember, don't believe the lies, that nobody cares, nobody would miss you, nobody even notices that you're not. Don't believe the lies. Take responsibility for your loneliness and come out of your cave. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for today. Thank you for what you've spoken into our hearts. And uh, we hear what you're saying. It's not good. It is just not good for us to be alone. Like what happens if we fall down? Uh, what, What happens if we fall into sin? What happens if we're struggling? What happens if we're weak? We need someone that can help us in those times. But we also need someone to celebrate with us, to laugh with us to make memories together like we need that and so I pray for every person that is dealing with loneliness I pray that these words would not be just spiritual platitudes that are like band-aids to a gaping wound in someone's soul but if they're dealing with loneliness right now bring comfort Holy Spirit and remind them that you God you set the lonely in families you you, you place us in in communities and circles of friends and so Lord I ask that for every person that's listening to this if they're dealing with that God, make some connections, help them, take responsibility, step out, lean in, come out of the cave, uh, and refuse to live life alone. Lord, we love you. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. Can't wait uh, to to tune in tomorrow. It's going to be another great podcast. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. We hope today's message inspires you in your prayer life. Join us again tomorrow on the podcast for another encouraging message from a member of our team.